Welcome to Daily Devoted. My name is Meshach Canyon. Thank you for joining me on this podcast about the kingdom of God and our place in it. So this is the last episode uh, for the year. Going to be taking a break until next year. And um, as I've been saying in the last uh, two episodes, when uh, we reconvene in 2024, uh, what I'm going to do is one episode per week. They'll be a little bit longer, maybe between 30, 45 minute variety. Um, and the theme will still be the kingdom of God. I'm still searching for a new name. I think it's going to be called Eternal Living. I actually use ChatGPT for those who know what that is to try to uh, get it to recommend me uh, names that would serve as a, a good rebrand from daily devoted to something else. It suggested some awful names, man. I mean, yeah, I would have given it an F if I could, you know, just in terms of of um, the recommendations that it was offering to me. So I'm still in search uh, for a new name. And um, when when I decide on one, uh, you guys will know what that is. Also wanted to thank uh, a few days ago. I asked um, I asked a question about let's see, what was the question? Uh, yes, the question was, what what's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, Michelle listed all the favorites. Um, it's a Wonderful Life which I still haven't seen, actually. I, I went to, um, there's a retirement center called Twin Lakes uh, in the Montgomery area. And I went there the other day to, to do a little devotional and have communion with the ladies. And uh, we asked the same question and half of them said, it's a wonderful life. When I told them that I hadn't seen it, man, the judgment that came from them to me, it was Christ-like judgment, but they, they all urged me to watch it this holiday season. Uh, also, Michelle listed a Christmas story, Miracle on 34th Street, which I also haven't seen, and Elf. Elf is a classic. Now, I think this is kind of showing my age because those movies, the graphics aren't very good. You know, they, they're not using the 4K camera. So it's hard for uh, for someone as young as I am to sit down and watch old technology. But I am going to give it a shot. And then uh, Josh or Sharon mentioned Home Alone 1 or 2. I've already shared that Home Alone 2 is my favorite because of the because uh, of the soundtrack. So thank you guys for contributing next week. That is the season for watching Christmas movies with your family. Uh, so that's that's what my plan is, at least. We'll probably go to the movie theaters a few times and I'm going to just sit down, relax and take in as much of the season as possible. So today, uh, this last episode during our Advent season, I kind of want to just do a general reflection. Um, when we were growing up, my dad was a minister. Well, actually, both my parents were ministers, but my dad was kind of the one who he had a ministerial job. He got paid for doing ministry. And one of the traditions that we had every year on Christmas Day, we would go and, you know, we do a homeless shelter thing, you know, go do, to a soup kitchen and and feed the poor and, and all that stuff. And let me tell you, I hated it. I mean, imagine as a child, you've woken up, you've opened your gifts, and then your parents are like, everybody get your clothes on. We're going to go down and feed the <laughs> feed the poor. You know, here here's my PlayStation. It, it's shiny. You know what I mean? The games are there waiting for me. It's been plugged in and everything. And now, now I'm down there uh, like Ebenezer Scrooge feeding homeless people. It was just a miserable experience for me. Then when it was over, that's when Christmas began. Obviously, now as an older person, 
uh, more mature. I have a deep appreciation uh, for that tradition. Um, And, you know, sometimes I sometimes I wrestle with ingratitude for for my life as it is. And, you know, it's it's kind of the the comparison. Um, You see what other people have and you're like, man, why can't I have that? Uh, Why can't I do that for my family? Stuff like that. It's it's just stupid. But when you really take a long look at your life uh, and you see how much you have to be thankful for, that's when at least I'm filled with a lot of sympathy for those who uh, are in a position where they don't uh, have uh, the capacity to do nearly as close to what I have the capacity to do. And I'm just talking about the things we take for granted, like having a roof over your head, sitting down with family and friends in a climate uh, controlled room, eating delicious food, watching stuff on TV, laughing and joking without concern about where your next meal is going to come, you know. And so I've been reflecting on that tradition growing up of of just um, serving uh, what the Bible would call the least of these and just been filled with gratitude. Um, And so I'd like to encourage you. Now, I'm sure you all have your traditions and I'm not going to tell you to go on Christmas morning to uh, to feed the homeless. But if you don't have as a part of your uh, holiday tradition uh, to care for uh, the least of these in some way, shape or form, then I'd really encourage you to do that. Christmas is a season of giving. And and oftentimes we we give to those who are in our family, those that we love the most. And we should do that. Um, but we should also lean into Jesus's tradition. Remember when he said, um, when you're throwing a dinner party, don't just invite the people that can repay you. You know, don't invite your family, your friends. Uh, now, some some people may hear that from Jesus and be relieved. They're like, good, I don't have to invite my mother-in-law over anymore. But that's not what Jesus meant. But he finished it by saying, invite those who cannot repay you. Invite the lame, the poor, the broke, the prostitute, the cast out. Uh, the sat upon, rat upon, spat it on, you know, and um, and then he said, when you invite the people who cannot repay you, then you'll have your treasure in heaven. So and I'm not also encouraging you to invite people over your house that you don't know. But in the spirit of what Jesus is, is saying, take some time this holiday season to sow into the lives of the least of these. A few years ago, as a as a staff in my previous church, we had something called the Sunshine Club, and we we took about a thousand dollars, divided it up between four groups. There were there was uh, eight of us, so each of us got two fifty, and so we went to a Kroger in a uh, in a part of town where we knew that there's a lot of food insecurity, a lot of um a lot of poverty, and we just we went into Kroger's and we were just kind of doing what I like to call um, holy eavesdropping. What's holy eavesdropping? Well, holy eavesdropping is walking around with the express purpose of of listening to people as they're talking, paying attention to people's situation uh, and then allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us uh, to bless somebody. And um, it was just so cool. And it was it's weird because when you do something like that, it's a better experience for you than it is for the people. But to stand in line behind someone that's. flipping through their coupons, you know, trying to bring the price down on all the stuff that they're buying 
only then to hear uh, you say, hey, I'd like to pay for your your groceries. And then they're shocked. Like, are you are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. We were from such and such church and we're just out here uh, trying to do good. It it gives people um, just that slight reprieve, you know, that that break, because a lot of people are really struggling, man. And and all they need is like just some time. And I need I need a win. So to be do to be able to be the vessel that God uses to provide that win, to provide that holiday chair, to allow somebody to get all the groceries that they needed instead of trying to cut back in one way, shape or form, or to give somebody a meal who didn't know that they're going to re- be receiving one anyways, to allow a parent to actually buy the gifts uh, that their kids have been asking for, but they have no idea how they're going to get the money. Man, that is one of the ways that we can really experience the joys of Christmas this holiday season. Um, so that's that's one of my new traditions. Um, I will I I'll do that individually. We did it once as a as a staff at my previous church, but that's one of the things I will do during the holidays is as I'll still go to a grocery store and just wait and find one person uh, that I can be a blessing to. Um, so in the midst of all your your shopping and your uh, scratching names off the list of of uh, of who you need to buy a gift for, add one more item to that list and um, make Christmas special uh, for somebody else. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you to be a blessing uh, for somebody. Well, I want you guys to know how blessed I am that you would take time to listen to me. I, I actually never take it for granted that anybody would listen to me. The fact that people show up to church on Sunday to hear me say something, um, it's really remarkable. It is really remarkable. Sometimes we lose sight of that in, in light of the mega churches and, you know, she has 10,000 people listening to her or or he gets paid 15,000 to speak to a group of people. But the fact that Sunday by Sunday or during the week by podcast, anybody would tune in to, to hear something I have to say fills my heart with gratitude. So thank you very much for listening. I am looking forward to um, to providing more content to help you live your life in the kingdom of God in 2024. I pray that you have a Merry Christmas and that you close out 2023 with the blessings of God all over your life. Be blessed by God. And from that place of blessing and security in Christ, go into the world and be a blessing to others. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll talk to you next year, folks. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, Place your blessing upon each person that's listening to this podcast. Seriously, Lord, heap such blessings on them that they would be stunned, that they would need to um, really examine how they're going to contain it and that they'd have to begin thinking, who can I be a blessing to? Because this is way too much for one person. Bless them in such a way, Lord, so that they can be a blessing to others in Jesus name. Amen. All right, sisters and brothers, peace. Peace.